broadcast you live from the Badlands of Texas. You're listening or you're watching Midnight Radio going 360 degrees around the earth all the way into your eardrums from Southern Australia all the way to Northern Ireland and everywhere in every kingdom in between. I'm your humble host, Gerald Schmitz. Good to see you. Today, we've got a lot to talk about. Damn, there's a lot of crazy people out there. I know. I watched some, uh, what do you call these, YouTube creators talking about the Idaho 4. Man, talk like that. Your mama could be watching this. My mama watches sometimes, too. How you doing, Mama Schmimmins? Good Lord. Shame to your damn selves. Let's see. What do I have for you today? I've got some of the breaking footage for the Idaho 4 case that everybody's talking about. We're going to do a very deep dive on it. Several people have been listening to it for me, and I've got all the videos pertaining to it. I even have the drama behind the backstory behind it. We're going to go over all that today. I've got some other stories of some things that have going on that you've never heard of. One of them is uh, daughter kidnapping her mother and holding her hostage. You're damn right. We're going to talk about that and some other things today. Hope everybody had a good 4th of July. I almost set my neighbors on fire here in Texas. The grass is very, very, very dry. So I didn't get anything crazy this time. I only have a young son, so he doesn't need anything too fancy at this point. So, uh, man, anything that can you can set up in my driveway. That's what we're going for. Anything that we set up in the driveway. So, you know, I got... One of those fountains that come in a, looks like a coffee can, but man, I set that thing on fire. It started shooting things up in the air. It was amazing. Then the son of a bitch fell over and started pointing at my neighbor. Had about 1.5 seconds to get that sucker point straight up before, uh, well, it would have been hell of a 4th of July. You would have seen it. You would have seen it on the news. Good thing nobody's house burned down in uh, my town because of the 4th of July. There has been a murder, though. There has been a murder in this small town that I live in. It's not being reported because they don't report murders in this town. Did you know that? I found it out. They don't put it in the newspaper when somebody is murdered or suicides. They don't put that in the newspaper either. I'm considering whether I should break the story or not. I'm thinking about that. All right, let's continue with our main story. And this is the footage hold on a second let me look at something all right we're going to get to that right now okay check out this footage first of all the first thing i'm going to play for you is the drama behind this footage you're about seeing i i don't quite understand the drama phone line i'm going to go ahead and open it up right now i'll tell you i'll tell you what i don't care when you call either can interrupt any damn thing. I'll just pause it and we'll continue. The phone number is 325-261-0892. People, this is a damn talk show. You got to call and talk to somebody. This show ain't about me. This is about what we're talking about. Go ahead and open up the phone line right now. And you're going to see why I want to talk to you because I'm going to need your help on this. I want to know, do you hear this? I want to know, do you see this? I want to know, do you know what the hell this person is talking about? Because they don't make any damn sense. It's kind of things we're going to go over tonight. All right, let's start with this one first. 
let's see. Uh, I think I'll do it this way. I didn't know that lady. I don't care what she said. The cigar wasn't mine. It was Hillary's. So technically, I wasn't even involved. All right, here we go. Stop the lies. I don't know what the hell this video is referring to. It doesn't make sense. We are going to look at the camera footage from Linda Lane. Suspect vehicle one seen on King Road. We are going to look at this video. All right. Here, here's the drama behind the video. This YouTuber, Veritas Akita, stole this video from Claire Mack. She is deleting comments of people calling her out. Claire Mack was going to show the other video of the actual footage of the car. That was in these video footages. Stop the lies, Veritas. You've been called out. These are posts from Claire Mack commenting about the other footage she has but now won't release because of Veritas. And that's the truth. We are not bots. We are speaking facts. Stop your lies. And if you're being truthful, post the video footage from the other angle that shows the car Veritas. Let's watch that one more time. This YouTuber Veritas Akitas. So supposedly this YouTuber Veritas, um, 400 followers, stole the video from Claire Mack. Stole right. this video from Claire Mack. She is deleting comments of people calling her out. Claire Mack was going to show the. Claire Mack. Claire Mack, seven subscribers. What? I can't even find this person, Claire Mack. The other video of the actual footage. And what the hell is the footage of really? We're going to check it out. But how good is it? We're going to find footage out. Footage of the car. That was in these video footages. Stop the lies, Virtus. You've been called out. These are posts from Claire Mack commenting about the other footage she has but now won't release because of Veritas. And that's the truth. We are not bots. We are speaking facts. Stop your lies. And if you're being truthful, post the video footage from the other angle that shows the car Veritas. zinging me on here why, why am i getting zinged what's going on all right you guys get that down veritas and claire mack t-rev showed a video of it Matter of fact, there's something interesting. There's other, there's a lot of different aspects that I have to talk about today regarding the uh, Auto 4 case and something T-Rev did as a part of that. I want to talk about that. All right, I just didn't understand what the hell the drama was there. Maybe, let me look at the chat room. Chat room, what the hell is going on there? Oh, I just noticed something. Son of a biscuit. All right, here we go. Comments, here we go. 
Yeah, we have no idea if it's real, but whatever, if it's real, what exactly is it? I don't care at this point. I understand where you're coming from, man. I bet to jump out and get back in. I have an AI voice. Deafness. Yeah, yeah. I am AI Smimmons. Uh, I can't with the TikTok AI voices. How about the um, phone lines being open? You can hear my voice. 325-261-0892. Call me. It's a talk show, damn it. All right, if you're watching now, please go ahead and hit the bell. Go ahead and hit the like button. Now, if you hit the bell, if you subscribe and hit the bell, that lets you join the conversation. It'll let you know when I drop things. I've got three videos. magic I got three videos I'm gonna drop right after this show you're gonna want to know about that so trust me you're gonna want to know did an interview with somebody that knows Cole Berger I'm gonna drop that and I'm gonna drop the videos that I'm about to show you right now phone number is 325-261-0892. John should call in. He was lost in the commercial. John, exactly. What does that mean? Oh. All right, let's start with um, this new footage. I'm going to show you. Right, ciao. All right, I got two versions of this footage I'm going to show you. Almost, sort of, kind of, maybe three. What is that? So this is the Idaho Foreland Lane footage. 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. Then we have 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. And I have a list of what you should hear, what we should hear, and when we should hear it. Then I have a video telling us what we hear as we hear it. Let's see what we hear. Let's see what we see. There's a lot of people that are zooming into this background here and saying, hey, you can see a white car. Is it the Berg? The burger, the nothing burger. Are you looking at this? I'm going to read. All right. So right now we're at 2 a.m. A little bit. And it, by the way, the audio is enhanced because of the quality of my mixer. I got the audio turned up. All right. I'm going to go to the next one. And at 4 o'clock, we're supposed to hear two beeps. At 4.49, the car leaves. At 4.02, doorbell rings loud. Nick, doorbell rings again. 4.02, thud starts. 4.02, thud get loudest. 4.03, you hearing moaning, you hear it moaning. 4.03.49, you like hear a grinding noise. 4.04, on the right of the screen, Puff of smoke, 648. And that's enhanced one of the all right. So here we go. First one. This is a whole hour. Time is 
209, 202. All right. So here's the first part that's fast forwarded to 149, telling us what we should hear. Right, yeah. Start that for you. All right, do you guys want me to play that one again? Yeah, I think you do. Actually, let me move on here. I got more, I got more. All right.
All right, now here is a video telling you what you're seeing and hearing right here. And uh, this is from Shine Louder. Shine, shine, shine. Oh, crap. I do want to say this you guys are hearing this so loudly and so clearly because one i think the audio was maybe a, may have been enhanced from the video and also it's running through my uh mixing board which you know brings up the sound of everything so It looked like a man. All right. We're going to go over this one more time with our expert. I'm going to let her know to call in right now. If you want to call in on the phone line, you can do this, but not with our expert here, because for some reason, she'll be able to hear you. And... Calling in five, four, three.
All right. So I think what I'm going to do is go over the hand-fed ones. There's a phone call. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me now? Oh my goodness. Are you, were you actually joking earlier? No, I wasn't. I was on a different computer. Because I was like, he's just taking the mic out of me. Nope, it wasn't me. Couldn't help it. All right. Okay. I definitely hear you now. Yes, but I was no. so excited earlier when I rang you. I was like totally beside myself. I know. I, as, for some reason, that <laughs> computer's not working. That's why I had to move well, computers when we watched The Exorcist. <laughs> I did. I think it was in that before, though. So, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. I'm just double checking because I moved outside because my um, reception is so much better right here. Hold on. Be quiet. Do you hear that noise in the background? (laughs) All right. (laughs) No. What noise? I think it's the the computer fan or something. So uh, let's go over this. Let me, tell me what you hear, okay? Right, okay. Tell me what you hear and tell me the background on the video. Did, you know, what's the drama between Claire and Veritas? But first I'm going to play this video. Let you listen. That's a whole kind of work ass. I know. Okay, I will admit that I did just hear you told me you'd be at your mother's. I did hear that. Yeah, and it has to, yeah. I made that one out. I mean, that, that's why I said then to you what I said. What was that? About that person, JD. JD. It, it makes sense. Ah, okay. But then I don't think the time fits there in that one. By what we're going by the PCA. Interesting. So some people are saying it was Jack Dela Cruz or Delacord. What was his name again? <laughs> Jack Delacatessant. Decour. Decour, okay. JD. Some people <laughs> some people are saying that they think JD was involved because of this video. Yeah. Okay. So that's what they're saying. All right. That's a WAS coming to you live and fresh. I don't know if I really heard the word slut. I don't know. Did you? I slowed it down to zero point two five. Oh, slow it down to 0.25 for the whole well, thing. Well, I did because I slow it down to 0.75 and then I slow it down to 0.5 and then I slow it down again just to see if it's actually what I'm hearing. Okay, let me, let's see if that does anything.
could be saying Lou. <laughs> Lou. <laughs> the wrong pizza. Not for me today. Oh, Lou means something different for you guys. Oh yeah, it must. It must do. <laughs> the whole love me thing. I did not hear. Well, no, I didn't hear it either. Okay. I didn't. I didn't catch on to the for her, the female apparently mm -hmm. saying it. No, I didn't. I couldn't. And I listened and listened and slowed it down. I couldn't hear it. I couldn't. I didn't get it. Okay. Okay, I did hear the I love you. I did hear the I love you. Right, okay. I I it was I haven't super, been able to hear it. It was very faint and it was in the background. Right, okay. I'll have to go back then and listen again. I really I couldn't I really couldn't hear the I love you. Okay. You hear the scream? Oh, yeah. Okay, right after the scream, I hear the I love you right after it real fast. Right, okay. Okay. Really not hearing this very clear. Yeah, there's not really hearing it right now. Yeah, I've had to take my earbuds out as well because I don't know, I'm not hearing. All right, I'm gonna go to the next one now. Start it. I saw a shadow of somebody running. Oh, yeah. Now, do you have anything to say about all this, these vehicles you're seeing? 
move across. Yeah, that car, that car there. Mm-hmm. Now, if we were to go back to the grub check, uh-huh. that vehicle was also the same. Okay. So people are using this video footage and thinking there's multiple piece, people involved other than BK? There is multiple people involved. But I mean, they're using this video to verify that in their minds. Yeah, yeah. Well, obvi- how, obviously, this has been leaked out. It's for a reason. So many people think it's either been BK or some, some, someone, something else. This, to me, going even by the PCA, times mm-hmm. fit in with it within this portion of the video. Things fit. You can see the laps that the car's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, my only real query is obviously the removal then of the black, whatever Jeep. I don't know what you call it over there. Mm-hmm. The black um, sedan, and we all know who. Then, as you could, I don't know if you've seen, but you see someone getting in. I did. Yeah, I couldn't make out what it was they were getting into, though. Whatever. Everything in this video, this night mode video is black and white. So hell, it could have been gr- dark green. I mean, we can't really tell, to be honest. You think Dylan did it? Uh, no, I think Dylan has got into that black vehicle. Oh, you think Dylan was leaving? Uh, let's see. What yeah. T- at what time? 2.50. That's not. What time is this? It's hard oh, to no. You have to and I I believe it looks like film okay That was awesome. You saw him trolling <laughs> down there. My hands say she's gonna mail me a microphone. I just have my phones. <laughs> the phone sounds fine until you 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 got to take it away from your face and look at the video. Then it's d- more distant. Oh no! I've got two phones running here. I've oh. got you on one phone, and then I'm watching it on another phone with the volume down. Hey, it sounds fantastic to me. I. Yeah, I 
Oh, I think the problem is when the video's playing when you're talking. Uh, right, okay. But then I don't know how to shut my mouth. Yeah, it's the video. You're not meant to agree. Well, no, <laughs> I hear you fine. And, uh, but you're uh, not meant to agree to me saying I need to learn how to shut my mouth. Oh, oh. You're meant to say no. No, no, I was you're agreeing fine. to something else. Can't hear you. All right. Do you guys want to go over that video one more time or any more? Or what? Where are you guys at on that? Where's the one with the flash? I will. I will be bringing. Trying not to sneeze. I'll be bringing the um, the the video, the uncut video to the uh, I'm going to upload it so you guys can check that out. Um and I got an interview that we did I don't know 5 or 6 months ago with someone who knew Brian Kohlberger. I was talking about it with Hot Ham and I'm like, "You know what? That that was a call in and uh, one of the shows we did. I should cut that out and post that cuz nobody listened to it for some reason." And he had a lot of good information about growing up with Brian Kohlberger. So I'm going to cut that out and post that up again so you guys can check that out. For those of you just tuning in, if you go ahead and subscribe and hit that bell, then you'll get the notification when I put those videos up, which will be later tonight. Um, it, Laura, is there anything else you wanted to say about this found video? Well, first of all, is it? we always don't know if it's real. Okay, there's been nothing to say it's not yet. There's more just coming out. Okay. I believe it fits in the PCA, given the, you know, the four to five o'clock one. Mm -hmm. Beforehand, the earlier one that has now come to light fits more the narrative of that this was not just a one-time hit within a short space of time. Mm-hmm. To me, it seems that it was definitely over a, over a number of hours. Then when you see in the earlier one, the people running on the left-hand side of the screen, you see people running and somebody with a backpack. Yeah, I saw that. I did yeah. see that. Does that come in to the same time as the guys on that were... On the Banfield? There's so many. It's just it's now open for more I've questions, got, more queries. It's like, whoa, my head is pickled. Talking about Banfield, I have some Banfield, Banfield videos for you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have the re-release. Did you somebody send me the you did. But here, Jerry, she's definitely not your girl. What happened to her? Something happened to her because only Brian has been on her show lately. We don't care about Brian. Well, you know, she's she's obviously has her hand in there. I've got it somewhere. Hmm. They re-released. They have an extended body cam from the night of the Idaho murders. You guys want to check out that real quick? Of course you do. 2001, North Idaho. 
<laughs> well, yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, that's the, I think that's the first one I've seen. Yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. You're good. Uh, what's your last name? My last name oh, is yeah. As. My first name yeah, is Yeah, we Dom. went right. Let's check out my brows. Damn, everybody got some bushy eyes. Uh, date of birth. Bushy brows in Idaho. I'm just jealous. I pull that one off. That's an awesome birthday. <laughs> yeah, lucky birthday. Uh, you have driver's license? I don't have it. What? No, uh, in general. I yeah. do have one, yeah. What stays it through? Idaho. Idaho? Mm. Okay, so I'm just going to check if everything's good. Um, since they're not open, um, I'll let you hang on to them. Okay, so Will I get charged with anything? No, or? no. Okay, appreciate it. But it's just enough for me to stop. Check, make sure you're 21 no walking yeah, out here in public. Moscow 77, check one. What's that? I haven't been drinking, officer. I was just at my friend's house. Take off no, let me run this through okay. dispatch. Make sure you're actually 21 and give me a fake birthday or anything. <laughs> I told him I want two of them, and he gave me three. I think <laughs> he's drunk, officer, but I'm fine. Just 2001, North Idaho. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I'm not drunk, officer, but I smoked some stuff earlier and everything is funny. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the, I think that's the first one I've seen. Yeah. One. So if that comes back good, yeah, you're, you're free to go. You, are these your boys? No, I don't know them. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Just hang on, my man. Oh, yeah, yeah let, let, wait till dispatch comes gotcha. back and says you're good. Right, no you guys taking off on me? I didn't hear you. Yeah, so you oh, yeah, officer, we're getting the hell out of here. We turned around and I pointed my flashlight. You said, hey, come here. You guys all turned around and walked away. I thought it was just like a fake person, honestly. Yeah, like, how many, how many fake people are out here <laughs> that you've experienced? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> How's your night going? I'm pretty good. That's good. Hold on, go ahead. I gotta take. I'm just saying, for NFM carrying a bag, I don't recall at, at the time of actually watching all of this that any of them were carrying a bag. I would just be interested because of the footage of someone actually running away carrying a bag. Good point. Let, let me look. Yeah, it's quite hard to see on this. Yeah. Right. Stay warm. Is that y'all's car right there? Yeah. Undercover. <laughs> well, it's trying to save gas. They downgraded us from patrol cars. Gotcha. <laughs> they gave us hybrids to save on fuel. There you go. Smart move. Smart move. Yeah. All right. Once, once, yeah. The time on here is 2.57 a.m. Let's dispatch. Let me know that that actually exists. Uh, I'll catch you this. All right. No worries. Okay. You guys over at which apartment? Did y'all come from? I don't know. I was at a friend's Mm-hmm. Right. I would need to go and see. I, I don't know off the top of my head what the time was. That had the person run with. Huh. Oh, I would need to check. I don't know off the top of my head. I haven't wrote it down. Person was running. It was like 4:22 huh. a.m. is when it was. 
I do remember. 422. And this is hmm. 257. And if I fast forward, let's see what I got. Um, I yeah. couldn't tell you the numbers. Yeah. 257. Yeah. What person hosting the party? I couldn't. What time did the murders actually take place? It's been such a long time now. I don't think I even remember. Yeah, but do we? Well, now I don't freaking. I really don't know. Well, we had it on the Apparently, it was between five past four and what four twenty-five. Twenty-five past four between five past four in the morning and twenty-five past four. Well, we do know that. Apparently, Zana was on TikTok at 12 minutes past four. Uh-huh. 12 minutes but past was she? four. Okay. I think so. I think also, in one of, the, one of the videos, you can blatantly hear a car coming along, a car locking. A couple of seconds later, you then hear a car unlocking. To me, maybe that's the... What he calls it, delivery? Uh, DoorDash. DoorDash, yeah. It's, to me, that's the DoorDash. You then the car remove, you know, goes away. Then the car, there's another car comes along. You see, it's a white car, mm-hmm. and it pulls in, pulls out, and you can hear it, you know, sort of driving for a bit, as if it's like still canvassing the area i remember back in the day if something like this would have happened to us and there was three four five of us there you know i don't have to outrun the cop i just have to outrun my buddy you know i mean there's no way one <laughs> cop is going to get all five of you, <laughs> you know? definitely not but you know, definitely not i mean i don't hear if what well, if the one person's getting hurt you can be guaranteed 20 someone on that person <laughs> Yeah. I at this to me is like oof. I would have just ran out. Of there. Yeah, we have many of different escapades. There's within my own time, there was a young girl found um within a bin. Many of her body parts, she was totally dismembered, and this is only a couple of weeks ago. It's uh-huh. not that this shit doesn't just happen, you know, weirdly, like it happens everywhere. Things happen everywhere. This case, though, is, I don't know. It's something that I don't think we'll come across for a good number of years to come. I hope not. And we still haven't got to the main part of it, which is going to be the trial when we actually see what the hell they have or what they don't have. (laughs) Matter That brings me into something else that's really going on. Other than, have you seen this about the house? As the families grieve, there is one thing that is making that process a little more difficult. The University of Idaho now owns the home where Maddie, Kaylee, Ethan, and Zana were murdered last November. The school plans to move forward with raising the house. Grace says three of the families want it preserved until after the trial. Despite the prosecution and the defense telling the court, they approved of the crime scene being released. We have made it very clear um, to the University of Idaho that we do not want that house to be demolished. And they are ignoring us completely. 
Um, you know, and when I say ignoring them, us, I mean that they respond and they say, okay, yeah, um, we understand what you're saying, but basically tough cookie. Uh, we're going to go ahead forward with it because they say that it's for the good of the community and good for the University of Idaho, but it's not. It's not the good for the community or the University of Idaho. It may be good for the University of Idaho for everyone to hurry up and forget that there was a murder that occurred right off campus, but it's not for the victim's families. That's a massive piece. Go ahead. We didn't hear you. The only people this was good, is good for is the people that were pocketing out of it because so much more will come to light if that house still stands. And it's not just people within the community. It's also people within law enforcement. You don't think the University of Idaho just doesn't want to pay for for security guards around the place anymore? No. It's what what benefited from there? How much was in pockets from what was what was going on within the house? And I'm just gonna go back to the video of the mistaken word of work or live i'll play that one next there's a video going around where their officer Payne went to the house for a noise complaint and he asks who works here i mean lives here i'll play that after the after this right here he's it's almost finished got about 30 seconds piece of evidence and we've stressed to them over and over about um the Carnoodle family, uh, the Mogan family, and the Gonzalez family do not want that house to be demolished. And they're moving forward anyway. They just don't really care. It's always been a little bit of a... I can't believe there's not an injunction from a judge saying don't demolish till after the trial. I can't believe it. Because he's talking. He's obviously talking from whatever is going on there. Also, that is the whole of the fucking city. Mm-hmm. Our trying or whatever it is seems to me to be corrupt. So you're saying the whole town is a bunch of dirty asses? <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, allegedly. It's <laughs> not what you have to say nowadays. I bet. I bet <laughs> Boss would agree with you. Remember Boss Maca? Oh yeah. Oh, we had some new pages. I saw him. Well, like, a couple. Of, we seen him like a week or two ago, didn't we? And then we haven't seen him in a while. But yeah. no. I totally, I, I do wholeheartedly. I am sick of flipping hearing it. I have looked within all of them, and Jerry, <laughs> within an inch of my life. I have she looked. She has too. She means that. So, so much. And the people that even own the house to start with, it's corrupt. The whole thing's crap. Place the whole lot. It's all about to follow. Um, it's almost unbelievable that they're going. They're moving forward to demo in the house before the trials. Unfreaking believable. Yeah, it's disgusting. Why? Why would that happen? Why? When yeah. I have never known for the likes of that to happen. Me either. A lot of people say a lot of crazy things or there's a lot of wild ass speculation and crazy ass theories, but this one just does not make sense. Hurry up and grieve 
we need to move on as the University right. of Idaho. So, you know, it's, I think it's frustrating. I think that uh, um, I know that the prosecution and the defense have released uh, and the court has released the home to the University of Idaho because neither party is, I, I think, uh, has made any objection to the dem demolition of the of the home. The home was processed by Idaho State Police and held for many months. It's been under guard 24 hours a day since the morning of the murders. At one point, it was going to be released to the property owners, but the court halted that process at the request of the defense. The families are concerned it could still be needed for trial. A, a, a big piece of evidence that you know, potentially a jury might want to see it. I mean, there's sights and sounds and viewpoints and angles. It's something how you might not. Uh, one thing about this house is it was a crazy looking house. For, yeah, for of course it to, was. For someone to have gone, we've gone through it virtually many times. You know, I'm almost tempted. to. We'll do it again here sometime the end of this week or next week. We're going to go through it virtually. Yeah, but the amount of people that have said that even standing outside the house, how much of an amphitheater it is. And people are wondering how, um, you know, door cams mm -hmm. are picking up on sound. Obviously where it is, it the sound travels. And the fact that within the house, if you look, even, even in the real estate agents, you know, look around that you can do virtually the amount of vents the sound travels we've also heard from past you know housemates that have said the same you can hear what is going on throughout that whole house within your bedroom regardless of where it is based in the house yeah so that's there's some facts that don't sit right with people and how did brian go in there because he's the only person I have accused of this. How did he go into this house? He had to have been in there before. They've said nothing about that. We've heard nothing about that so far, that he'd ever been in there. He, to do everything <laughs> in like a minute and a half, two minutes, four people, run in there, run out, escape. And then also, it is like an amphitheater in there, and we've seen verification of that. Really? We've seen different people go to the house and uh, you know do a sound <laughs> test. News people have even said the same thing. You've seen, you know, people being at the house and knowing how much the sound travels within that little area of where the house is. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that bothers people is that Dylan Mortson didn't call for such a very long time. Oh, she was, she was totally traumatized. That means you'd call if you're traumatized. Well, she wasn't traumatized because, in my opinion, she gets in to the flipping SUV, Jeep, whatever you want to call it. And so, if you look at even pictures of her, and mm -hmm. she's even standing on the side of the exact same vehicle. I'll go ahead and give this to you guys right now. There is a petition... Stop the dem demolishing of 1122 King Road until after trial. And this has been started on July 1st. So, you know, I have no faith, zero faith that change.org does a damn thing because there was a petition going, 
there's there's a uh so supposedly this was starting the change.org was started by obama the obama administration to if enough enough people signed a petition it would at least be looked at and considered and then i remember everybody we had massive hundreds of thousands of people signing a petition to to deport Piers morgan and he's still here in the united states so i don't think it does anything but hold on People just don't like that Pierce is so flipping, tran- you know, he, he, you look through him. He's straight to the freaking point. Oh, so There's you, no S-bots, riser ends or bullshit. You, so you like Pierce Morgan? Maybe not all in things that he says. It's but okay if you like is, him. In his opinion, you know, to him, he is straight down the line. That's it. You know, I th- you know what I think the problem with Pierce Morgan is? Well, he's here in America. America <laughs> is true. I mean, if he was just if he was just in the UK, uh, if he was specifically Britain, if he was just in Britain, talking about their problem is fine. But when he starts talking about the politics over here, we're like, hey, you know, you don't need to be talking oh, yeah, about you that. You don't belong what? here to start with. Yeah. I mean, I, and and this is me looking outside. I think a lot of people have a problem him talking it. about guns. <laughs> Him talking about the gun problem in America, it's like, it's none of your business, Pierce. Well, like I said, it's better like myself. I'm on an American radio show here, mm-hmm. living in Northern Ireland. And but that's different. You're, you're Irish. Is you're Irish, so it's different. It's different because you're Irish. Irish can get away with that. But not the British. Really? No, I'm actually, I'm actually British. Yeah, but I live in Northern Ireland. I'm dual nationality. We over, we overlooked that. We forgive you. I'm Northern Irish, so I can. I'm an Irish citizen, also a British citizen. Ah. Uh, I can have two passports. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, let's re- no. let me read this real quick, a little bit of it. We need to stop Grand the, the dish mol- the demolishing the dishmolishing. The demolishing of eleven twenty two King Road, Idaho. If you think the house should stay up after trial, please sign this. The parents do not want the house to be torn down. Idaho University is ignoring them and moving forward. Please sign this and share it. Stop them from removing the house until the trial ends, please. Fifteen hundred supporters, that's it. Started by T Rev. There is absolutely no way this house should be touched. There's a lot of comments, people saying that. I can't. Yeah, I read through quite a lot of them. Ninety five people people signed today. I'm refreshing it. Now we're up to ninety five. So none of you guys signed. Maybe you're waiting till after the show. I do believe the house should stand. I don't believe it's going to. Well, I don't know. I, I definitely <laughs> think it should be torn down after trial. Oh, after? Mm-hmm. Maybe so. After trial. But, yeah, after trial, yeah, for sure. But I don't believe it's going to be still standing for trial. See, after listening to your woman, Jodie Walker, today. Mm-hmm. That woman has no intentions 
of having that house done. And she is the communication advisor from the university. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard what she wrote. Matter of fact, yeah, you read... And where did in my opinion, it's disgusting. Yeah, he just read what it was. It's flipping disgusting. I think I think there's there's three out of the four families that want it standing. The fourth family is not putting in a say on it. They just don't. They, in there to them, I believe it's very much that they can't change what's happened. So let it lie. You know, just let everything lie they don't want to be involved they don't want to participate they're dealing with they're dealing with it their way and i respect that but at the same time i think if a jury were to walk into that home and realize how much you can hear throughout the entire place different things being said not only that realizing what is behind the scenes within different rooms. So now there's an interesting it, comment here. Can someone explain what Dylan was in a frozen shock phase from? If she saw nothing to lead her to 911, what have, what would have done that to her? Hmm? The eyebrows. It's bullshit. Scary ass <laughs> eyebrows. It is bullshit. You know, it's that's a fabricated that's, part of the PCA. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. My eyebrows are sweaty right now and scary. Can someone please explain what Dylan was in a frozen shock phase from if she saw nothing and she thought, you know, it was just noise in the house? How could have it affected her all day? You're right. Exactly. Sorry, say that again. I put it on the screen. I just repeated the same thing three times. Um, what Dylan was in a frozen shock face from if she saw nothing to lead her. Mm -hmm. She, the, her, in my opinion, exactly. what was said from Dylan within the PCA, it's not from her. It's fabricated. Defense That's all is, I could say to that. Defense is not opposed to it being demo demolished, unfortunately. Of course, the defense isn't. The prosecution... I, you know what? I just think there's so much that is the, the PCA. Yes, we can go by certain things within the PCA. I think the defense and I mean, the offense. We should rip it up, burn it, and, and it doesn't fucking exist. The, the defense and the plaintiffs, I don't think either of them care. Who are you commanding to pay to preserve it? Don't preserve it. <laughs> oh no well for not well obviously i do believe that the state or i don't know i don't know in america what way it works but the town should be preserving it for before the trial i don't think at the end put it this way if your man handed it over to the university of ulster or university of ulster that's over here university of Idaho, <laughs> without any payment just give it he took no money for it. He just gave it. You know, the city, the city never has a problem commanding money for you. I was telling my son about this. I go, you know, those fireworks, we watch fireworks. We live near the park where they set them off at. So we can stand on our front part porch and look at him. He's 
five years old and I go, you know, your daddy paid for those fireworks that were saying, he goes, what? Really? And I was about to tell him, you know, yeah, I have to give a, a few cents a month or a dollar or whatever for my water yeah. bill. But before, before that, you know, he, he put his hand on me and he goes, dad, next time pay for him to be on her own property. Oh my goodness. Do you know what kids see if we see if kids were to run our countries, mm-hmm. we'd be going places. Maybe. Yeah, my house would burn They're down. So straight down the line, new shit, new spots, wiser ends. It's just this is what's happening. What's more important, a fireworks display or preserving uh, the judicial system? All right, it's not about anything else. But a, if they want a fair trial, I want to see their money where their mouth is. They like to take away information from us. All right, we want to take away your money to preserve the house. You know, how about that? How about if you want to own this house, University of Idaho, you have the presumption of responsibility to keep it up until the trial is over. I don't have a problem with that. But that's not how it happens because all of these kids resided there. Money was obviously paid for fees for those kids to go there. But yet the minute this has happened, get rid of the house. Why? What if the university can't afford it? Well, if they can't afford one of their properties, they go bankrupt. <laughs> really? By what is all going on within Moscow? You think that that university is going bankrupt because they gain from what from whatever is going on within Moscow? I almost want to see a a, a rise of hands in. You know, and Cooper, he has a lot. He has some very good points. Uh, Laura, don't use news people as your benchmark for honest people. Oh, I am not using anybody as my benchmark for honest people. This is what I say is very much my own opinion. And what I see, yes, I may say things that other people have said, but I don't use other people as my own opinion. I just want to go on record as saying Pierce Morgan sucks. Here's the problem. If they demolish, if they demolish the King house, how will Larry, the jury please give me a picture? How will that you the, could relate? Huh? What? A picture that you could relate of Pierce Morgan. Oh no. I can draw it and send it to him as well. No. <laughs> Here's the problem. If they just demolish the King house, how will the jury be able to conduct sound analysis from all perspectives? And no 3D view can do that, even if the house has been emptied. So uh, one of the things they absolutely did is they had one of the machines that went in there that makes a 3D of the house. And uh, they do have 3D renderings of everything that was there where everything was laying. Yeah, because there was 3D analysis done. Mm -hmm. But the problem is you can't duplicate an experience. For example, if I'm standing right there in front of the house, let me get a picture of it up so, so you guys, we know what house we're talking about. If I'm standing right there in front of the house and then in the house, here's the experience I'm going to have and here's the experience I'm looking for. I can find the house. 
here's what I would notice. I would notice the time. Okay. <laughs> so I come in the front door and I have this amount of time. How would I see this? I don't see this around the corner. How would I know about this room up here? How would I know about these small things? How would I know? And then I would turn here, turn here. Why would I go to this room and not the other one? Okay. I won't forget that they were on this room and not on this other room. You know what I mean? Actually physically being here. Now this was found here. Uh, and then they found the sheath on here. Wait a second. If the body was here and everything was here like this, it doesn't make any sense that that would have been found under her right thigh, not her left thigh, because her left one would have been the one facing the door. You know what I mean? Little things like that that you would notice physically being there. And um, I see a lot of information being provided to the police. I see a lot of information being given to the court, but the most important part of the court system, especially in a trial of someone that might be put to death, is the jurors. And the, are the jurors going to get all the information that everyone else has been exposed to? I know we we aren't. Um, no, we're definitely not. I do believe for a certain length of time, and then I believe it'll be cameras out, end of. Well, was there not a thing already came out? From judge judge saying that cameras were to no so far so far cameras are allowed now what to what extent cameras allowed I, i'm really not sure i don't know if there's going to be a jury poll where there's one camera uh -huh. there's one yeah, naughty cameraman I, I don't believe we'll we'll continuously see what's going on in this case there's one naughty cameraman zooming into the nose hairs of brian kohlberger all night long Oh, yeah, but then there was shit pulled on that. <laughs> but not even that. Look whenever his team walks into the room. I'm sorry. Look, would you really be walking in as a defense attorney with your client being accused of a quadruple murder, walking in with a freaking smile like they do at times? It's disgusting. I don't know. I feel like that's a better question for Coop. Than I just me. think the whole demeanor. Nah, I'm sorry. You walk in, yes, and you, to me, in my opinion, you just have a blank expression on your face. You should not walk in with the smiles that they do at times. You know, that might be a British that might be a British perspective because they're a lot more serious. They take British courts more serious with their powdered wigs and whatnot. <laughs> you know, they don't play around there. Uh, no. And that would be hard for me if I had to go to trial in Britain for something I did on vacation or something and I had to see all those white wigs. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't happen in Northern Ireland. That's more England. Whoa. I've <laughs> That's seen... more the mainland. <laughs> it's not in Ireland at all? I thought I saw pictures of Irish court with that too. Oh, well, yeah, maybe down south. But where I am, okay. I'm in the north. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, like, it's different. Now, depending on what type of court you're going to. But, um, no, a lot of the court, a lot of court over here is quite like, you know, just sit it and bid it. 
let's see. I think I feel like I missed one. Because the victim's families wanted to be so a, a basis to compel preservation of a source of evidence. Oh, that that. <laughs> the parties agree is exhausted. Yeah. So both of them say it's exhausted. But the families want it. If they keep zooming in on Colbert, they're going to get cameras thrown out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right. I, so I do. I believe so. All these. So this guy, this guy's not from Estabite for starters. Ann Taylor has brought is bringing has brought and will continue to bring her a game. I do believe we're going to see more of your the male mm -hmm. lawyer solicitor whatever you call him. I think he's going to because I do think that Brian has a bit of an issue with constantly Ann Taylor speaking. I do think we're going to see more of him. But this other girl. As far like I've seen a thing saying about her having like taken a step back. The other girl, the dark haired girl. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's about. I didn't really delve into it at the time because I was hyper focused on these flipping videos. But um yeah. I think I think this is gonna shake up flipping court cases for the foreseeable all right so for those of you that are just tuning in now some of y'all tuned out damn before i got to tell you this uh, i will be putting the videos that, that we showed earlier in the broadcast about uh the parking lot i'll be putting all those videos up mm -hmm. on you guys can check them out on our videos until then i want to show you this a lot of people are saying stuff about this and then uh right here you guys, oh, I gotta, here we go. They're saying something about pain. Let's see pain. What he says here when he first rolls up, how he said, who works here? Oh, I mean, who lives here? And Laura's, you know, really into it. She's going to tell me what the hell that means. Lauren. Come to the door, guys. Send whoever work, whoever lives here down to the door. Send whoever work, whoever lives here down to the door. I'll do a replay. Send whoever work lives here down to the door. Knuckleheads, when you guys are doing videos, stop putting music behind them. So those of you that are watching live are going to be able to watch it. Those that aren't live, it's probably going to be muted out. <laughs> so laura what does this mean to what should this mean to everybody him saying who works here okay what what's being said about that what it means to me um he has his hand in there he yes he's a law officer he has been part and parcel at times going to the house to me he has also got his hand in there with what goes on within the home of 1122 Keen Road. So him saying that, it's not just a matter of, you know, him coming, because maybe at times he has come to the house and wanted to know, right, who, you know, who's working in the night, mm -hmm. who's the one 
Dylan, whatever, mm-hmm. who's the one that is the caller. Mm-hmm. Do you know where Brett Payne is so now? He's coming there. Sorry, going ahead. Do you know where Brett Payne is now, Officer Payne? Did did he get transferred? Where is he? I know. I'm asking you. Oh no, I don't. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Justin will be able to tell you. Who? Justin. Justin. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the know. We had a we had a lady that used to come on here once a month. What was her name? I can't remember. It's been so long. She was from Georgia or something. Oh. Who? Sorry, you didn't say that again. She's from Georgia, I think, and she would come on here once a month, and she was really looking at the Moscow Police Department. Oh, oh, my goodness! She was actually pretty awesome. Yeah, she's gone. Where where has she gone? Oh my goodness! What was her name? I can't remember. I've gone blank. Anybody in chat remember her name? I think she said. Oh, please tell me because this is going to do my head in. Mm-hmm. She was actually with because was she not a law enforcement officer before, or she, she had some dealings within? Mm-hmm. Or... She was a prison guard. Yeah. Cindy, 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 Cindy. Something. Yeah. What was her last? It name? was Cindy. Where, where is Cindy? Yes. Every now and then. Cindy Harrington. Harrington, Oh, my word. What a treasure. Good lordy. I don't know where she went, man. Where did everybody go, man? I see everybody, then I don't say anything. So, this is a comment from Gorgeous. I hope we all know that a man is innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. And you would hope the same to be true if you ever found yourself in this mess. You know what? Mm -hmm. He is innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. But tell me this. And if you were arrested for a quadruple murder, would you be holding off your freaking alibi? Well, he told it to them. He didn't tell it to us. And this is YouTube, not a court of law. You're, you know, you're talked about yeah, and slandered on that, YouTube. Those are if I was being arrested for a quadruple murder, you would be guaranteed you'll hear me from here to kingdom come. If and I knew I was innocent. There, if, I if would not I, be holding off, waiting on what the prosecution has and, and what the prosecution has to say, say and how to, the fucking DNA was made. Gorgeous. I'll say I this to Gorgeous and Laura and my wife, if she's watching this. But I'll, I'll answer your question truthfully, and I'll, I'll read it one more time. I hope we all know that a man is innocent until proven guilty in the court of law, and you would hope the same to be true if you ever found yourself in this mess. Well, if I was in this mess... <laughs> How the hell would that happen? First of all, I'm always at home with my wife, so she would know that they were lying. <laughs> Two, if I if I was involved somewhere with a bunch of um, co-eds, and I have to I happen to have been driving around, and I heard I watched Doctor Phil today, and there's a psychologist looking at the history of uh, Kohlberger, and he called him a panty sniffer. He did. He's uh, remember you he, sent me that video. He, did, he called I, I him a panty sniffer, and he said, "This is what it looks like." He does. It seems like he probably went in, you know, the closet and was sniffing panties. I'll look for DNA in that closet, <laughs> you know, whether from his mouth or his nether regions is what he said. And you know, we we had videos that there was somebody stealing panties around that place from this one girl's car. <laughs> There was your girl yes. from the car. That's right. You're- well, I'll tell you this. If I was even accused of that or gorgeous, if your husband or boyfriend was accused of that, Laura, if your man was accused of that, 
he wouldn't make it to trial. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you're in the place to be accused of something like that, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. I go, what if the cops came and they said, hey, uh, we think your husband is, uh, we suspect him of being a serial murderer. She's like, I would laugh because she's like, you know, he never leaves the house. You know, mm-hmm. he has his little internet friends, you know? Yeah, well, no, I, I get that. But at the same time, I, I'm seeing people saying here he's sleeping alone, can't provide an alibi. Yeah, that that's all well and good. That that's fine, but at least it's something. I would be dead. There is no alibi. He wanted an extension to be able to give an alibi. If I know, I am yeah. not within any part of this quadruple murder. I'd be saying, look, I was at home. Yeah, I yeah. was nowhere else. I can't turn around and say. Well, such and such see me sleeping because I was just at home. You know what I heard? I heard Kohlberger had an alibi, and here's what I I heard him say. I heard him say, I heard that it was reported to me that he said this. Yes, I was there, officer. Yes, but that's not what I was doing. During that time that my phone was off, I was 100 miles away, so it couldn't have been me. Well... Here's here's a comment uh, from Pirate Radio and then Cooper, and they're really good ones. If he's guilty, they should deem him innocent, then free him, then tell the victim's parents where slash when he is. And this is what Coop said. That's he's talking about innocent till proven guilty. Yeah, that's an entitlement to a presumption. It's a legal mechanism in a legal proceeding. I know, not an entitlement. It was my child. Mm -hmm. Not an entitlement to be treated like a completely innocent person by society. Yes, I agree. Although, I think the reason people get that confused is the the way media personalities describe it, and they do it for liability reasons, and they try to present it like as if they were in court. I mean, they say the dirtiest things they want, but they say, but there's a presumption of innocence. I don't have to say that. I mean, I'm not saying he's guilty or innocent or if any of these wild ass speculations are true or not. The only thing <laughs> yeah, that really pisses me off. The, the thing that pisses me off is the lack of information that we're getting about the case. You know, I hear people. Yeah, but. They say we're not we're not well, going to Jerry with the gag. We're not going to it's it makes really me gag. It makes me gag because and it's not the <laughs> fact that there is a gag, but it's the fact of the we're saying, oh, we're doing this to preserve uh his right to a fair trial. This this happens all it does not happen all the damn time. I go through no, I got three doesn't. or four You're other right. stories I'm gonna talk about today. Um and we know all the damn information before day one of trial. Yeah. And, and I was even watching a thing earlier, and it was actually Brian Enton was saying that when it came to the Laurie Ballow court case, and the amount of people even within Idaho that didn't know about the case. Now... I live in Northern Ireland mm-hmm. and I am well aware of the whole Laurie Vallow case. But there is people that, that have no interest. They don't look it, they don't look it up. They don't 
connect with it. So there is bound to be lots of people that have no, no knowledge of Brian Koberger whatsoever. To me. Yeah, there's this, this, there's this one comment right here that Gorgeous made. Dr. Phil told people Kohlberger yeah. was a panty sniffer. That makes it true? If you have no idea, I, wait, I, you have no idea what you were talking about. I think you meant, are you saying I don't you, know what I'm talking about? Idea what you're talking about. Or are you saying you don't know what I'm talking about? Well, do you know what? No, just because Dr. Phil says it, doesn't make it fucking true. I think it's just very much that if Brian Kuhlberger was fucking in a pantry, fucking sniffing panties, how are we to know? Exactly, damn it. The world must know what he sniffed. <laughs> now, here's the video right here. But here, if you, you do know you can sell them on eBay. If you want to spend your time looking at Kohlberger <laughs> sniffing panties, that's up to you. I mentioned it because it was true. No, I don't like Dr. Phil. I just mentioned it because it was true and it was humorous. I mean, if you guys only want me to come up here and talk about facts, you wouldn't be here watching me. If I'm not talking yeah. about humorous stuff, but there, there is a lot of panty stuff in this, which is weird also. Um, going to the fact. All right. Um, Mods, get rid of gorgeous. Main mod. Main mod. No, whenever there's the shit that's out there about him. Like, don't don't be doing that, Jerry. At the end of the day, if there was that shit out there about you. Blasphemy. And you're being accused and have been charged with a quadruple murder. I'm sorry, but fingers are being pointed at you, regardless of whether you like it or not. Amen. You can say, you can say, okay, I'm innocent until proven guilty. You have no alibi. You have done nothing to try and prove yourself. But you, all these stories are out well, about you. That's that's the thing, Laura. You fucking live it, and you he fucking can't, he can't deal with it. We're, he might have an alibi, but he's not going to. We're not going to hear it yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not coming forward. No. Would, would you not do that? So let her say what she has to say. That's fine. That's her opinion. And in my opinion, she needs to get over the fact that we have something different. <laughs> this is a good comment here. Blasphemy. Dr. Phil is a gentleman and a scholar. You know what? <laughs> Who might be right? I'm Doctor, sorry, my mind goes somewhere else nowadays, Sherry. Dr. Phil might be a gentleman and a scholar, but one thing he is not is a doctor because he had his license revoked. Yeah, very true. He did. We have rules in the chat. Uh, to go in the chat, you have to agree to the rules, and one of them is not to be rude. You violate oh, that, sure. then you've got to go. All right, so uh, Laura, thank you for calling in. I'm going to let you go because there's other things I want to go over real quick. There's other stories yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, no, that's okay. I appreciate. Thank it. you so much for having me again. I appreciate it very much. I am going to pull up. Let me let me pull up that uh, video of Doctor Phil. Uh, 
for everybody. Because <laughs> I can't unsee it. <laughs> you can't unsee it. Let me find it. You're bad, Jerry. You're bad. <laughs> I'm bad. Yep. I'm going to pull this up for everybody. Every time I, I see him now, that's what I think. Now everybody is too. <laughs> All right. From day one that I saw Dr. Phil, I knew that I recognized him somewhere. Oh, no. Oh. It's Dr. Phil, everybody. Uh, uh, waiter. Just a moment, sir. Oh, no. Oh, waiter. Not now, sir. Oh. Yes, sir. Waiter at your service, sir. Waiter, there's a fly in my soup. Could you do something about it? There is a fly in your soup in yeah. this establishment? Yeah. I shall do something about it instantaneously, sir. That is Dr. Oh, Phil. Yes, sir, a fly. <laughs> y'all, y'all never notice that Dr. Phil looks like the fly in the soup guy? But look, I'll show you a picture of Dr. Phil so you guys know. Check this out. <laughs> Dr. Phil totally looks like the fly in the suit guy. It's the same dude. I don't That's where it's at right there. We need shirts with Dr. Phil and the soup guys on it. <laughs> this is what's important. It really wasn't. All of this freaking top notch. Yeah, this is more important than, you know, any, you know, panty sniffing thing you said in the video, which I put the link in there if you guys I, want to check I'm it out. I'm not from I had to actually, I, the reason why I know about Dr. Phil's, I had to do a paper on him in college. I don't remember why, and I don't think it was by choice, but I, I investigated him and he's not even a doctor. He got his license taken away for malpractice. I was like, what the hell? It's like me calling our, our DJ Johnny Vincent, Dr. Johnny Vincent, you know? Oh, Jerry, you killed my ass. Man, you talk about Dr. Phil and people lose their minds. All right. No, my abs. You've killed my abs. There you go. They call him Dr. Phil Good. Paging Dr. Phil Good. Well, no, I think, I think it's not. I mean, I feel good. Oh, there's another one, too. Check this out. You just need to now get on there with, the, with your like friends and give us a full mystery motivator. Man, they would never let me on Dr. Phil. They never let me on anything. <laughs> make make fun of a few people. All right. Thank you for calling in, Laura. I appreciate it. I, I've got other stories I want to talk about before we close the night. Okay. Oh. okay. I'm away to look after my stomach. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you hang up because I'm hopeless at uh, hanging up. Me too. I'm going to hear 
No, I can't find where I need to hang you up. Okay, I got it. I found it. All right, talk to you later. Okay. All right, let me read some messages. Uh, the Dr. Phil Home Tour. I call him Dr. Uncle Phil. Is that wrong? Dr. Uncle Phil. Doc- okay, guys, we're... Well, I still got that up. Sorry, guys. I know you don't want to... Hello, Natasha Taps. John Hotham Grant Williams, Cooper. No, you hang up. All right. uh, So I got some stories to talk about. I got some crazy stuff. You guys prepare yourself. This is the real deal. All right. Some things are crazier than others. I go with other stories too. After the show, I'm going to give you all the footage I've played about, you know, the found Idaho 4 footage. And you guys can make what you want of that. Do whatever you want. Download it. Share it. Play it. I don't care. Any part of the show you guys want to do something with, go ahead. A Tennessee woman took matters into her own hands when she placed a sign in her home window asking for help. Outlets report. Nashville police were called for a welfare check after a sign saying help 911 was spotted in a neighborhood window. WZTV reported. When officers arrived, they found a 77-year-old woman who told them she was being held prisoner in her own home by her 52-year-old daughter. According to an arrest obtained by KMOV, the mother told police her daughter physically abused her over the past week, including slapping her, twisting her arm, and throwing an ashtray at her. Officers reported visible bruising on the mother. Surprising, it's a quiet neighborhood, so don't really hear a lot going on, a neighbor told WSMV. The daughter was arrested on the 3rd of July, according to jail records obtained by WZTV on charges of elder abuse. However, she was released on July 4th, and the jail portal shows no active charges. Again, the daughter was arrested on the 3rd, July 3rd, on charges of elder abuse. However, she was released July 4th, and the jail portal shows no active charges. And let's look at the comments. You know, you think one of the things that might have happened is perhaps she had dementia and her she was confused. That's just one thing. The This is a hot story right now. Sue says, I'm an elderly without family that can help me. I'm doing okay so far. Problem is, when and if I become unable to care for myself, I don't trust anyone, not even agencies. Even if bonded, because once they're in your house and you're helpless, they can do and take anything they want. And many do. This is by P. Sadly, that is the case for many, uh, so many seniors and elderly in this country now for a variety of reasons, such as having no family or being estranged, family, no resources to help, no close friends, etc. It's a terrifying situation because older people can be very vulnerable. Carol, my daughter says, old people roommates, not even family can be trusted sometimes. I would try to find another old person like myself in need. We could band together and help one another. It is my hope I die quickly so as not to suffer long-term. And one final one. Oh, I'm not reading that one. Okay, this is interesting. I've been there. I'm a senior with multiple health issues and don't have any family to help either. A physician's assistant at the clinic where I go tried to get the courts to declare me a ward of the state. That means the government would take my SS check every month and stick me in a group home. I fought and won 
sort of. The court declared me a dependent of the state, which means they can take me from my home without warning. It happened twice. The first time I was living with a carrier, carer who held a pistol one night while talking about suicide. I went to the assisted living office the next day and requested help finding a new place to live. They called APS, who took me out of the home, leaving everything I owned behind, including two cats, and dumped me in a homeless shelter. The second time, I actually was held prisoner by caregivers who took my check, my prescription pain meds, and my van. I managed to wheelchair over a rutted dirt road to a convenience store called 911. That time, I ended up in a horrible group home. Now I've had a wonderful carer since 2008. We live together, so she's my family. We're both without family. So we're talking about having an elderly neighbor adopt us both. Then I'll have a legal sister and won't be a dependent of the state any longer. The neighbor has no kids and wants to leave her estate to the local animal shelter, but her nasty niece intends to fight her will when she dies. This way we can make sure her wishes are fulfilled and I'm safe. Not really an uplifting story, but one conversation I felt like we needed to have. But again, my point being, look at all the information we got with no trial. We didn't have to wait for trial to get information from the police. Check out this video. Married couple's bodies found in decomposing state at home in Kinroe. Joins us now live with the latest, Liana. So we know that the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office are telling us that this started as a welfare check around 2.30 this afternoon. And in video, you can see detectives wearing blue latex gloves as they're conducting that investigation. Investigators tell us during the welfare check, they found a man and a woman dead inside the home. We're told that they must have been there for some time because they're described as being in a decomposed state. We're told the man and woman are married and that they lived in the home. We asked law enforcement law enforcement if this was a murder-suicide, but they could not confirm the information at this time. Right now, we're waiting for law enforcement to contact next of kin before more details like names are released. Of course, we are going to be continuing to bring our questions to the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office. As soon as we have more answers, we'll be sure to keep you updated. I'm Liliana Pearson, ABC 13 Eyewitness News. New at 10, a tragic... Montgomery County. Next to Houston. Man, the things that happened into Texas this week. All we know is that an investigation is underway after a married couple was found dead inside their home in Montgomery County. They've been dead a while due to the level of decomposition. And that is all I have on the story right now. I'll update you as news breaks. But I've got more. Well, police have arrested a 19-year-old woman who was accused of stealing somebody else's baby. Investigators say this happened December 30th in Southeast Houston. ABC 13's Maya Shea is live at the scene with what neighbors are saying tonight. Maya? Yeah, neighbors remember a chaotic scene a few days ago at the apartment complex right behind me. They say they knew the baby was back home safe when they heard him crying a few hours later, but exactly what happened in between all of that remains unclear. Neighbors say the young mother had just recently moved into this apartment complex and on December 30th, she was in the midst of unloading baby items from a car when that car apparently just took off. I just saw her getting her stuff out the car then. Next thing you know, so, uh, the car drove off. 
and she started crying and stuff. This neighbor, who only wants to be known by his nickname of Kay, says the complex quickly became swarmed with officers. He believes a baby was returned a few hours later. I heard a little baby out there crying while everybody was out there. Well, we don't know exactly where the baby was taken. Police did show up here at the Cypress area apartment. 19-year-old Christy Julian shared with her boyfriend. So some of the car was right here, but near the apartment. You saw a lot of police officers. And a lot of police officers. Neighbors say they did not know whether Julian was pregnant herself, even as she apparently claimed on social media of carrying twins. What apparently is clear is that the baby is back safe with the mother, and Julian is currently in jail. You just got to be careful out here. You know how it is. It's crazy. They had 300 laws out here. You know, you know, you know nobody want to see that. And because, right, today is technically a city and county holiday, it's been hard to get the specific details from investigators about what's taken place. But we do know that the suspect here, 19-year-old Julian, does have a court appearance tomorrow morning. We'll be there to cover it. We're live in Southeast Houston. Maya Shea. A lot of stuff happening in Houston. A lot of the time. I got another one from Houston. This one made me sick. Made me sick. And I'm going to make you sick. How about that? Requested a $15,000 bond. A judge set bond at $5,000. Catherine White's family has denied her involvement in this horrific crime. She has had three children. One is in foster care. Another with family. The third is dead. Catherine White. Catherine White stood before a judge for the first time, a mother accused. She is charged with the injury to a child by omission. Her boyfriend, Jason Robin, charged with murder. An autopsy showed their 10-week-old daughter, Jasmine, firstborn premature, endured 96 fractures, including a cracked skull in her short life. A judge set bond at $5,000. Jason has yet to appear. Both were arrested within the last 24 hours. The mother's family saying Catherine was not involved. I miss my granddaughter very, very much, and I do want justice for my granddaughter. Uh, the charges against my daughter, I feel, are something that she didn't do, something that she was not involved in. During court, whether the 21-year-old can have contact with the couple's two other children was addressed. One is in foster care, the other with Jason's parents. In a statement to Eyewitness News, they wrote, quote, they both had violent tempers, but we never imagined this would happen. We lost a beautiful, strong angel who fought so hard to come home. We lost a grandson to the system. I'm so very glad we got my granddaughter, JC, who is loved and cherished every day. Tonight's judge referred the no contact issue to a district court judge. The parents remain in jail. Okay, this is another thing I want to talk to you guys about. And this, this, this one is nearly as interesting. So the hell are you playing? Uh, this is crazy, man. And uh, it seems, it's one of those cases. It seems like maybe not such a big deal at first. And then you look at it and you're like, wait, what the hell's going on? Wait a second. Right there. Drowning me in commercials. Check this out. We'll talk about it on the flip side. In coverage only on two. We are hearing from family members who say they saw Rudy after he was reported missing nearly a decade ago. KPRC 2. All right, so this is Rudy uh, Farias, all right? He went dis missing eight years ago. His mother, uh, you know, she reported him missing. And then eight years later, he's 25 years old now. Uh, he shows up with blood on him in a public place. Uh, he had blood on his head. He was dirty. 
they found him in a public place. He said he, he was unable to talk anymore. And they took him to the hospital. Actually, he declined to go to the hospital. So I guess he talked some way. And his mother said that she would drive him to the hospital. And then neighbors were saying, he, we didn't even know that he was reported missing. We saw this guy all the time. He came by and he hang, hang out with my, he hung out with my kids. They played in the garage. You know, sometimes he would get depressed because his brother died, you know, which his brother really did die. He'd come out and hang out with my kids. And now they're saying, and this just came in right as I went live right here. Coverage only on two. We are hearing from family members who say they saw Rudy after he was reported missing nearly a decade ago. KPRC 2's Corley Peel is live outside the home in Northeast Harris County where family members believe he was staying. Corley. Andy and Candace, I spoke with Rudy's cousin and she told me that several years ago she called police saying that family members had seen Rudy at this home where his mother lives. She says she never knew that police came out until years later after he was found. Eight years after Rudy Farias was found alive, his cousin Cassandra Lopez says there were more concerns than relief. I, I was in shock. I was like, I couldn't I believe it. I mean, I was glad, but it just was wondering what was going to unfold from it. Like, what was the story going to be behind it? Because it's just we've always in our hearts knew that he wasn't really missing. In September 2018, Houston police say family members called, saying Farias was living behind a family member's home. Officers searched but never found him. Lopez says she is the family member that called police. She says her grandmother lived with Rudy's mother and would tell family members she saw and talked to Rudy regularly. She would just say, I, I saw Rudy, you know, he came to check on me and, you know, we just said hello and have their little conversation. She never went into detail, detail, but she would say she saw him. And Rudy's mother shared pictures of him in the hospital after he was found at a church on June 29th. She said he was beaten, burned, and had cuts. His cousins here love him, and, you know, everything we're doing right now is to make sure that he going on? can tell his story. Lopez says she wants to know the truth. And I spoke with neighbors who say they saw Rudy and his mother here in their drive. Lopez can't handle the truth. I read last night. They also took a video of a conversation they had with Rudy's mother coming up at six. Hear why she feared she could be arrested. Reporting live, Corley Peel, KPRC 2 News. We will see you then, Corley. Thank you. Aaron loves Optimum. Thank you, Corley. I got I got another video about this, about somebody that knew him. All right. Um question remain unanswered let's check this one out real quick here's a missing houston man is found a miracle for everybody who has been all right this is the original broadcast about him being found and looking for rudy farias anieli ruiz joining us live outside the church in southeast houston where he was found anieli Well, guys, that's right. We're learning new details. We're told that a good Samaritan spotted him here outside this church, called 911. When police showed up, they found something on Rudy that identified a family member. And that's how they were able to get family out here to obviously positively identify Rudy. And when they did, police say he was released to his family. But now everyone wanting to know how did Rudy, 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 Rudy end up here after eight years? 
found alive after eight years. Rudy Farias has been missing since March of 2015. And thank God he's alive. I mean, this is one of them miracles that you don't experience very often. He was last seen near his home, and just last week he was found here outside this church. Tim Miller was one of the dozens of people that have been looking for Rudy from the get-go. We started out at, uh, at his house where he disappeared from, where he was walking his dogs, and I'll never forget finding his backpack out in this empty lot field and stuff. And he's this poor guy, man. And then uh, this is 24 hours ago, 24 hours later. He, uh, yeah, he never left. And police tell us they did get a call from family members in September of 2018. They had spotted Rudy living behind a family member's home, but HPD did not find him and they could not provide the address for us. But after eight years, a miracle, a good Samaritan found him unresponsive outside this church. Neighbors say they saw when police showed up to the scene. There was a person that were trying to wake him up. They could HPD couldn't wake him up like he was completely out of it. But police confirmed it was Rudy. In a statement, Rudy's mom said her son is now receiving the care he needs to overcome his trauma. She said he's currently nonverbal and is not able to communicate with them. But she will share more details as Rudy continues to heal. Rudy's family is excited excited i mean they are over the moon they're excited but they're also worried you know rudy's not doing well in pictures released by the family you could see rudy has cuts and bruises on his body as you can imagine the family is waiting for rudy to heal Now, investigators do tell us they will be speaking with Rudy and his family on Wednesday, where everyone hopes to learn more details on where he's been. Today is Wednesday, and I have the next video entitled. Actually, I'm going to play this first. I, I just got a video in where Rudy talks. I just got a video. Breaking news, everybody. Breaking news. Rudy talks. All right. But first, I'm going to see what Quarnell X has to say about Rudy. So you've been here with Rudy and his mother? For a few hours, yes. What are the conversations like? Well, let me first apologize for my appearance. I received an emergency phone call to get over here for this meeting with the detectives, Rudy's mother and Rudy. And so I dropped everything I was doing and made it as fast as I possibly could. And uh, I spent about an hour and 20 minutes one-on-one -on -one with Rudy. Guys, we got, like, as I'm live right now, we literally got breaking news. Ru Rudy's mother has been detained as of now. And with one of the detectives. After this, I'm going to play the video of, of Rudy talking. Heard horrific things from that young man. And I did not want him to see me start shedding tears, but I couldn't hold back the tears because of the things he was saying to us, Detective and myself. No child, no child should ever be treated like that by your own mother. Whether you're curling or crunching, running or riding, lifting or lunging, Balance it all out with some ice cold serving and enjoy. This young man said that when he initially ran away, 
he came back two days later and she told him that Hold on, guys. he had to hide that he was going to get in trouble and they were going what the hell is playing hold on hold on hold on jesus Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. I have no idea what's going on right now. Great time. Something like this to happen. All right, hold on. All right, don't worry. I'll fix it. I didn't hit the right button. No, I didn't even hit a button, guys. Discord, you're the destroyer of worlds. It's hard to hear. Everything's hard. And it's painful. Detective and myself. No child. No child should ever be treated like that by your own mother. This young man said that when he initially ran away, he came back two days later. And she told him that he had to hide, that he was going to get in trouble and they were going to arrest him for running away and that he had to continue hiding. And so she hid him out for a while, then brought him back to the house and hid him in the home. Okay, I'm gonna switch videos right now. I was told I need to click on this other video. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have faith. Got pictures of Rudy, guys. This is brand new. Brand new. All right. There's Rudy, everybody. What's up, Hoodies Peeps? It's your girl, Grizzy, live here with us. This is, this is Rudy Farias right here. Hey folks, this is Grizzly Life here with the Hood News. This is Rudy Farias. Friends, this story has taken a crazy turn, friends. This story has taken a crazy turn. I'm gonna tell you guys everything right now. This is Rudy Farias. Can somebody post that so I can uh, pin it? He just came out. He's been talking to missing the, uh, persons. Quanell X showed up and a whole lot of information has been, uh, this young man has talked and we're going to be hearing from Quanell very shortly. Quanell got Rudy to talk. 
the mother's on a, she's being kept separate from Rudy. She cannot be around him right now. And man, the story that you guys are going to hear in a little bit, unbelievable friends, unbelievable. This is Grizzly Live here with the Hood News. We're here in Humble. That is Rudy. Yes, this is Rudy Farias. I'm going to be uh, posting uh, some footage and pictures, but all in due time. All in due time. That's Juan LX. Rudy took a very good uh, liking to Quanel and Quanel made him feel at ease. And Rudy's been talking and sharing um, some very, very uh, emotional things with us. Rudy uh, told Quanell that he enjoys uh, nice cars and stuff. So Quanell said, "You want to ride with me in my car? You want to, you want to crank it up? You know, rev it up." All right. I kind of like this video a little bit better. So I'm play a little bit more of this of uh, Quanell X. And initially, whenever the investigators would come, she would hide him in the house. More details. And um, he kept saying. I don't want her to go to prison. I don't want her to get in trouble. I don't want her to go to jail. And so we asked him, why did you run away? And he said he just got tired of her not respecting his boundaries. And she said that he wanted his own life. And his exact word was, I was tired of living like a slave. She would take him to work with her and he would do the required work she was supposed to do. And a lot of the responsibilities of her job was on him. And he went on to say that what troubled him the most was her crossing his personal space boundaries. He said that she would make him sleep in the bed with her. And he said that she made him play daddy. He said that she, that he didn't like getting in the bed with her. That he would try to sneak out of the bed and sometime hide under the bed, but she told him he had to be her husband. That's a damn shame, man. A little, a little boy said she was the one providing drugs to him for years. Hallucinate, hallucination drugs, mushrooms, etc. And that the reason why he was left, he was just tired of her crossing his boundaries when he would shower. She would come and pull the shower curtain back and stare at him and then 
she would make him bathe her with the soap. And he ran away this time because he was tired. It's a goddamn shame. I ain't never in my life heard of a mother doing to a child what this woman did. This is not your typical ad for makeup or auto insurance. We're asking for your... That scared the hell out of me. Yes. And she, I knew something was wrong with the story. When she was questioned, when he got, when, he went, when they found him, he had her credit card in his pocket. She just canceled that credit card two and a half years ago. So if he's been missing for eight years, how the hell he gets your credit card in, your, in his pocket when they found him from two and a half years ago? And he said to us that she gave him that credit card so he could go and buy her certain but, things. But with the other allegations, what was her response to those allegations? She hadn't even heard them because we had to remove her from the room. But did she, well, she hasn't been questioned about that. Can you describe her demeanor and his demeanor during questioning? When she was in the room, he wouldn't say nothing. He wouldn't say one word when she was in the room but the minute she left the room and we were allowed to talk to a young man and he asked he said can i speak with mr x by myself can i talk to one else by myself and the detective was like well can one of us stay in the room and he was like okay but but i'll talk to him so when she left he, when he first came here he was holding on to her. He wouldn't talk to him. He wouldn't say one word to anybody. Like he was petrified. But the minute he got alone by himself, he slowly calmed down. And he slowly began to talk very coherently and specific details. This is a man in his mid-20s. People might wonder, why not run away from this situation? Why not get yourself out of it? Did he give you any explanation about that? I honestly believe, based on what he said to us, she was drugging the hell out of this kid. And she convinced him that he was in trouble for initially running away and that law enforcement wanted to arrest him and put him in jail for running away. She had convinced him that all type of agencies were looking for him to put him in jail. He was in plain sight, according to you, and that he would take her to work. No, he, would, he would go to work with her. Right. He would take. He would stay at the job with her. She would take him to work. Where did she work, and where was he doing this it was, work? It was some kind of security job or something like that. Where they were at, I don't know, but it was a security type job, how a nighttime he, security watch type job. How did he end up in? We still can't. He admit that, that he that he had took mushrooms, okay. And two weeks before this, a week of not even official whole two weeks. Her car was stolen, okay? When her car was stolen, she didn't know how the car was stolen, but the keys were in the car. And he stole the car. That's when he got to the accident in the car. And it was him that got into the accident. 
in that call. What was the story? I mean, this is eight years we've reported missing. What's the story that you said? I spoke to neighbors who said um, he went by Dalt, but he never kind of told anyone she, what happened. What was his story? Because she had convinced him that he was in so much trouble for initially running away. And she gave this boy serious drugs to the point to where this boy needs extensive professional help. What was How did he stay missing for so long? I mean, eight years. He was allowed to um, visit with some of the neighbors under an assumed name. She believed that after so many years, people had forgotten about the case and that under an assumed name and convinced him to use that name, nobody would put two and two together. But he never told any of the people that he was with what was happening? Never told anybody what was going on. Mm -hmm. And let me say this, that young man's body have scars all over it. Slice wounds from here, from to his forearm to his wrist. All type of scars on his kid. And he said that she often locked him in the room. That she would give him drugs and lock him in the room. And there's a whole lot of uh, mental health issues there, I believe, induced because of the drugs that this young man was well, given. Well, at any point, during this process today, did you see the mother detained by HPD? They took her to another room and kept her there for a minute after he had confided with us what was said. I know they were on the phone with the DA's office and their superiors about this case, but I want everybody to know something. This young boy was not kidnapped by some strangers and he got away and they found him. That's not the case here. You know, this happened on Thursday, and we're nearly a week later, and investigators waited almost a week to speak to him. Hearing the story that you heard, is it a concern that they waited this long to hear from him, given the story that you were told? It seems like he's had eight years of dealing with this, and now another week. I was shocked that they have not done more. I was shocked that they had not executed a search warrant on the home. I was shocked by that. And I said, don't you all think you need to get busy and execute a search warrant on that home? And the young man made it crystal clear to us that that's where he was, in the house. But he was living under this fake assumed name. Were the you... police failed in this situation? Oh, big time. No doubt about it. Absolutely they did. Because there, was, there, was, there were several instances where calls were made about him to law enforcement and they did not properly follow up and follow through based on the history of that address because she hadn't changed addresses. And Andres then pertained to Florida that she brought back and she was trying to leave. Do you know something about that? She was that? trying to do what? She was trying to leave the house. She was trying to leave the house? She did leave the house. So she was trying and to escape? She, left, she did leave the house and she was trying to get away from the house, yes. Why was she at this hotel? Uh, she said she felt that she was not safe going home because she had been receiving threats. What now? Is the police investigation over? Where are they? I can't say what's, at what state their investigation is. But what I can say 
it ain't no way in hell that woman shouldn't be locked up immediately. And that boy needs to go to the best drug rehab and best psychological mental health facility that we can find for him. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. That kid was just severely abused. And what was the mother's reaction when you brought these stories to her? I couldn't go back in the presence at that point. The police felt it was just best that she and I not speak again. She, because she, I was bitter. Is she aware of these that the son told Yes, yeah, she's aware. And then she goes back in there and tries to tell him, and she don't even know that was recorded. Tell him, tell him that you made it all up. That it was just a lie. You said she would he, she would ask him to play daddy. Can you just um she was sexually abused? I can't believe we're getting all this information before a trial. Can you believe it? Can you believe the law enforcement actually working for us and giving us information, talking to the media? Wow. It's kind of how it works in Texas. She would ask him to play Let's Idaho whole bullshit. She told him that he had to be the husband. She would force him to sleep in the bed with her. And... He was forced to sleep at times in the beds with no clothes on. Was anything and done? Yes. But I don't want to talk about the kissing and all of that stuff. But he was telling you that there was some sort of sexual action that was happening between Let him and his... Let me ask you a question. If your mother tongue kissing you in the bed with her naked, what the hell is that? I mean, man, My worst damnedest nightmare. That's, that's, what the, that's what happened. This is sick. L, this ain't normal. This is sick. One L, if these allegations are true, I understand the police you're in. If they are true, how long before you think there's an arrest? Based on what that young man said to me in front of the detective, I don't see why she's not in handcuffs right now. I don't see why she's not in handcuffs right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Breaking news just happened right now. She just got arrested. There's going to be a mugshot. More to this. Inf- more to the story. I'm going to continue to follow it. One of the things that pisses me off more than anything about the Idaho case, it's not if he did it, if he didn't do it. Should nothing burger have the presumption of innocence on YouTube? Who gives a rat's ass? The thing that upsets me though is the holding back the information from people because I'm not used to it. It's not the way things happen here in Texas. If you do something here in Texas, your neighbors know about it. The city knows about it. The state knows about about it. Gerald Smimmons knows about it. It's just something I'm not used to, and I'll just chalk it up to that. Them telling us that it's normal when it's not, we, none of us believe that. No matter what country we're in, isn't that right, Laura? None of us believe in that. We're going to continue all the stories that I brought to you today. We're going to continue following the stories and reporting them to you. Tonight, here in about ah, 48 minutes exactly, our DJ Julianne is going to do her show on our radio station, Midnight Radio. 
you can check our website midnightradio.io in 47 minutes or you can say hey alexa play midnight radio hey alexa launch midnight radio hey alexa enable midnight radio how many guys how many of you got that that happen so uh you can also download the app free app on the google play store um it is midnight radio is completely free now here's what we're doing here's what we got coming up all right uh we had to work on our music library i mean we have an extensive extensive music library but there's codes that we had to put on them to make it easier to do our our reporting for our licensing all right you know we got the reports out some of you guys helped thank you guys very much we got that done uh we're working on the we're in the home stretch of uh, putting the codes on the music and then we're going to put those into our programming and then we're moving we're not moving you're still going to get us all the same ways but we're also going to be available on iHeartRadio. if you ever wanted to be a dj now is the time we will teach you all you have to do is email me midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com that is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com say i want to be a dj and we will send you information on how to be a dj we're looking for djs we will train you we will tell you what what kind of equipment you need and uh, we'll give you access to our music library and train you of how to be a dj now's the time for you to be a dj uh we're going to be nation we're already nationwide we're already worldwide but our distribution is increasing now's the time right now I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to be back tomorrow. Here's what we got going on tomorrow. Tomorrow, our DJ Hot Ham is going to start her show at 8 uh, Central Standard Time. All right, I'm going to do a show about 4, and then I'm going to have a 3-hour show just on the radio station talking about true crime and playing music you've never heard before. You've never heard us play because we play music every new music every time we come on there, guys. I'm going to be on for three hours talking about true crime, and I have some paranormal things I want to talk about tomorrow. Again, there'll be three hours of that and awesome tunes, minimal commercials. You can check it out on midnightrad.io. I'm going to be live before that, and I'm going to talk to you about, you know, some new stuff that we have coming up on the Idaho four and other topics until then. Good night. God bless and all my best. Los locos kick your ass. Los locos kick your face. Los locos kick your balls into outer space. No, that thing ain't gonna work on this kind of lock, sucker. Push on the window, push! Push, man! Uh, I love like it. It's a drawing! Is it a cop, man? No, 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 man, I've seen that shit before. Uh, I've seen it too. It's a, it's a, um, a Mitsubishi. Not Mitsubishi, M. Johnny Five.